Kenny for your thoughts. All right, guys. Welcome to episode 32 of a Kenny for your thoughts podcast. The podcast where last week my co-host threatened to leave the show. No showed the show I had to do by myself. Brandon. All you have to do (laughs) is let me in. Did you have that plan the whole time? Like, was that did, that, did that go through your mind? Like, that would just be the wittiest thing you could possibly do? You know what? We, we're, we're rapid fire here on the show. I'm going to agree with that's podcast. Things just sort of happen. Are you organically. awake? Are you I'm awake? very awake. <laughs> I'm awake and ready to go. I just had to put my alter ego away. Yeah, Brandon, what, what was that? A cane mask? I can't hear my voice cracking. I'm so terrified of it. A cane mask? What was that? <laughs> no, like it's a no, welder's mask? No, it's an old ski mask. A ski day. mask. And if you don't understand that joke, we can't be friends. Um, I should probably get on YouTube. I know people are going to call me out because they're going to be like, you're not even commenting on YouTube. We're on YouTube right now. Uh uh, sure oh, enough, wait, we're, not, we're not live on YouTube. No, no, uh, we are on YouTube. I'm just saying I'm uh, on the chat. On the uh, chat. Sure enough, here we go. <laughs> All right. Before <laughs> I get into it, I got some. I got something special for you, Brandon. I got something special. I'm gonna oh, play snap. it for you right now. So here we go. Let's do it. Fans, get ready for an all-new podcast called Kenny for Your Thoughts Wrestling Podcast. And your host, weighing in at 225 pounds, man, he's ripped. He's been going to the gym. With great opinions, great laughs, it's none other than Kenny Majid taking on versus the Hill co-host. The Southern Danny went in at a whopping 475 (laughs) pounds. you got to be kidding me. It is Southern Danny, I should say, Brandon Brown. Man, they're going to lock up. It's going to have steel chairs, tables, a lot of chaos. We're going to get a little bit of ECW, WCW, WWE, whatever, (laughs) UFC, whatever you want to call it. It's all going to be there. Wait a minute, Brown takes a shortcut. Wait a minute, Machete <laughs> comes off the top rope. It's not going to be really play-by-play. So what do you expect? I'm not professional. But these guys, you don't want to miss. If you're a wrestling fan, it's Kenny for your Thoughts podcast. And that's all you need to know. This is Tyler Peters. Fans, get ready for all <laughs> wow. I just want to give a shout-out. It's funny how things Fantastic. work out. Uh, one of our followers on Twitter Actually, Twitter, our Twitter is actually starting to get bigger, guys. So we have a, actually our Instagram starting to get big. We got 6,000 followers now on, on Instagram. We're nearing 2,000 on Twitter. So if you're not following us on Twitter, please, at Kenny Podcast. Uh, or if you're not following us on Instagram, at Kenny for your thoughts podcast. But anyway, Tyler Peters, here's a guy who aspires to be a radio announcer, some sort of wrestling announcer, do something in that field. And he uh, messaged me maybe an hour ago and said, Hey, what do you think about this? I was very impressed. I really was. And he might think that I was blowing smoke up his ass, but I was really, really impressed. And I would try to convey that to him. Let dude, just keep that up because you're really good. And so I gave him the challenge. I gave him the challenge. Hey, you want to record something for us when we go on live in about an hour? And he's like, sure. And there you have it. So he knows you weigh 475 pounds. He knows I've been going to the gym. I didn't, I didn't prep him at all. I (laughs) definitely prepped him, (laughs) but Tyler Peters, please give him a follow too on Twitter at Dustin Tyler, 86. Great voice, man. Don't give up. Dustin Tyler. We're going to need you to call a match because 
Me and Kitty might have a match at some point. Very much so. Yeah. Very so much. We though. need we need some uh, color commentators. <laughs> so let me read some of these comments. Do you, first of all, do you want me to call you that ass podcast? Because if I call you by a real name, I feel like it's doing the world a disservice. Um, <laughs> because that is the best name in the world. That ass podcast. Because <laughs> all right, did you get the keys to Anthony's? So if you don't know what we're talking about, I was actually on the chat for uh, Smart to Death, which aired about two hours ago. And uh, we had a, a pretty fun discussion. Uh, okay, I, I'll call you Tiff. All right. So Tiff and I, uh, I would say mainly, were just starting shit. Like, honestly, we were <laughs> we were like, okay, Anthony's going to Double or Nothing next Saturday. So party at his house. We're going to have beer. We're going to have a barbecue, you know, and basically... I basically told Anthony you leave this keys under under the mat, but I he hasn't he hasn't DM'd me about his keys yet, so who knows? Slam Hub uh, Wrestling says, "Yeah, Brandon is back. The world is a good place again." <laughs> uh, How much did you pay him to say that? I paid him a lot of money, but you know what? It was worth it. It felt good. Thank you, Anthony. That's not it. Slam Hub Wrestling. Were you saying thank you, Anthony? Anthony is the the host of Smart to Death. Oh no, I have Anthony on the mind. Right, you have Anthony about <laughs> Slam Hub Wrestling. I don't know. You're you're on YouTube right now. You just heard it. <laughs> Slam Hub Wrestling. Anthony. Slam Hub Wrestling. I'm mesmerized by Kenny's voice, and so sometimes <laughs> when he says her names, it sort of just sticks in there, and it comes out all wrong. But no, we appreciate the kind words, guys. I just realized that you've been star- on YouTube. You've been staring at Brandon this entire time because. <laughs> I never switched back. So I'm going to profusely apologize for that because I know you didn't want to stare at Brandon. Here, I'm going to do a little trick for you here. Flashing lights. Look, make it exciting. Okay, guys, I will tell you in this episode, I am playing around with the idea of having LED lights in the shot. Obviously, I have to upgrade the camera, so I'm sure you all noticed that. Unless you're listening to the audio version, then you're like, what in the blue hell is this guy talking about? (laughs) But... Since we spent the last five minutes talking about ourselves, maybe we should get into wrestling, Brandon. Let's let's open it up with what you opened it up with. Let's Wait. talk about the Firefly Fun. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Okay, whoa, whoa. Oh, what were you going to say? Before we get into this, uh, if, it's, if it's okay to ask, uh, are, are you doing okay uh, physically? <laughs> you know, you were like lifting pretty heavy. <laughs> I was trying not to call attention to it, but you know, since you want to call attention to it, let's I mean, do it. I just want to know. Brandon misses right. the podcast last week <laughs> for God knows what. He just misses it. He doesn't want to be on. And then this <laughs> wow. week, yesterday, I threw out my back. Like the old man that I am, I completely threw out my back. And yet I'm still sitting. Like, if you notice, like I'm kind of doing this, it's because, yes, I'm in a shitload of pain right now. So, yes. Oh, but I do it for the love of the business. Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 14 performed one of the best matches of his life with a broken back. Damn it, I can do a podcast with a broken back. With a broken freaking back. You're not taking anything for it? You're just toughing it out? If I was taking anything for it, would I would I say it on air? Oh, snap. I like it. I, I, um, I took like two ibuprofen before uh, we went on air because I was like, you know what? Brandon's going to give me a headache as it is. <laughs> right. Yeah. I might as well. I might as well try to alleviate the back as well. Nice. All right. Well, it's good well, to hear anyway. you're doing all right. Yes, let's get back to the... Well, I, I, yeah. I admire that you basically didn't correct me that you skipped the show last week for God knows what. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't that at all. No, I had, I had to play, so that, that's what happened. He had to play with himself. Yes. yes. With myself. 
<laughs> Tiff says you need a disco ball. <laughs> Who needs a disco ball when we have lighting effects like this? Yeah. Need a mini dance. There it is. All right. That's enough of that. I probably just set my recovery back about <laughs> a couple days there because that hurt. But anyway, let's get into, I think, one of the biggest things, at least in WWE world, that everyone's talking about, the Firefly Funhouse. So, Brandon, were you able to catch a clip of this? Because I know God yeah. knows you didn't come over for Raw, so God knows you didn't watch Raw by yourself. Dude, you couldn't escape it. It's like blown up. As soon as I you know, pulled up the interwebs, I just see all these people, you know, hey, look at this Firefly Funhouse segment. I was like, all right, cool. I definitely got to check it out. And, uh, of course, they had it all over YouTube. And uh, people, everybody had, like, the picture of, of the reveal. And I see this, like, crazy-looking mask. I'm like, what the hell is this? I like, I check this out. So, I'm actually irritated that that's how you saw it. Because, yeah, that's like, how I saw it. Um, more so because, like, during the course of the show, uh, dare I say, and everyone hit me up if you saw it live, wasn't it 10 times more scary not knowing it was coming? Because I, I, I almost forgot that we were watching a wrestling show and, and forgetting that it was fake. And I was, like, legitimately, I'm a 30-year-old man, and I was like, holy crap, that's terrifying. <laughs> um, and, and so it came on the screen and I was like, I was frozen for a second. You know what I mean? It, and I mean, that's a testament to Bray Wyatt. This is such a good character, man. Like, I can't yeah. believe that he's evolved into something. Like, at first, this Firefly Funhouse seemed like, uh, I don't know what's going on, but it's definitely evolved into something and it's got it's got some more leverage here, right? Do you think they should have held the reveal off maybe for another week or are you okay no, with Oh, no. I think, I think in today's day and age... Right. I think the time was right. I think a month of, of build up to the Firefly Funhouse. Uh, if you notice, the segment was getting later and later as they went along. Yeah. I mean, this was right before the main event because they started knowing that people were tuning in for this. So they knew. And so they figured you put this on right before the main event. Uh, it would get you know good ratings. And I mean, it's the talk of the wrestling world. I shouldn't say the wrestling world because there's bigger news in the wrestling world. But it's right. the talk of the WWE world. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I, I just saw uh, they were posting up, you know, who designed this mask. Uh, you got the Tom Savini. Tom Savini. Yeah. yeah Tom Savini. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? That's crazy, man. Why don't you give people uh, back? I was going to say, why don't you give people background of who Tom Savini is uh, in case our listeners don't know? Well, I mean, he's a special effects makeup artist, actor, director. He's all sorts of stuff. Uh, legendary in the game. Stuff he's involved with. Uh, Friday the 13th, uh, Dawn of the Dead, um, Creepshow. I mean, just... See, that's why I made you do it. That's why I made you do it. You did it more justice than I would have. I, I was going to say, yeah, you might remember him from The Simpsons. He was on an episode where... Oh, right. you know, they did like, that's, that's, I mean, I, I know Tom Davini, but I'm a yeah. Simpsons fan, so I would have called right. attention to that. Right. Um, so uh, Tip says yeah, Fat for, Fat Pharaoh can co-host. That is a call out to her podcast, which I'll give a shout out to All Elite Podcast. Um, obviously, they they talk about AEW. Fat right. Pharaoh is probably the best co-host in the history of oh, co-hosts. Yes. Secret Texas One, hello. Hi to you too. <laughs> but as you were saying, Brandon. But yeah, I mean, oh, they got him. I think these are his acting credits. He is, I guess he's in a uh, Dust Till Dawn. Uh, are you still talking about Tom Savini? <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, it's just crazy. It's like they got this guy. I I didn't realize he was a, a big wrestling fan. I, I clicked through his gallery here, and he's he's picked. Oh, here I don't with, know uh, that Orton. Yeah, he's here with Orton. He's here with Hogan. Uh, who else is he in the picture with? He's, 
uh, another wrestler, I think, as well. Um, so I, yeah, I guess I guess he's big wrestling fans. It's cool that uh, get somebody you know his caliber. Yeah, legit. I mean, his mask. even awesome. even the WWE Championship was designed uh, by the guys at Orange County Choppers, if I'm not mistaken. So I mean, WWE does you know reach out to some pretty big names in the community uh, to get stuff made for them. And uh, I think OCC, those guys were the only guys who were able to bend the plate because, you know, the WWE uh, title has that WWE logo. They were the only ones who had the machine that could bend that plate without breaking it, something like that. So they were that's why they had the honor of designing the titles. little factoid for you. Speaking of titles, are they going to make a planet champion like replica belt? Is that is that a thing? I, I sure hope so. Well, you're talking about the WWE Championship? Uh, yeah, Bryant's uh, title. They did already. They did already. Idiot. Okay, they did when it. we were Dang in New York, it. and I was trying to – why do you think – okay, now that explains a lot. Do you remember yeah. that I was trying to get to the WWE Superstore uh, super in New York the okay, whole time? Yeah. It was trying to, trying to get oh, one of those I battles. thought it was trying to get a sh- – oh, okay, damn. All right. Yeah, I missed out. And Brandon and – Brandon, made sure that i didn't go <laughs> so. i'm sorry well it would have been a thing we would have had to get on the uh the train and everything right in order to make <laughs> it out that way it would have been a mess it worked out oh. though it was good yeah sure it did sure yeah. it did so we got a comment from slab Hub wrestling did anyone notice in the video package on smackdown live for lynch versus flair charlotte actually said that she is happy that becky actually grew a pair what was that supposed to mean i don't know if you're lost in translation so growing a pair means basically like uh, I'm sure you've heard it as uh, nut up or shut up, you know, have a set of balls on you or have some guts. Yeah. So basically she was saying uh, in that at SummerSlam, she was glad that Becky, Becky Lynch finally stood up for herself and stopped being a bitch. Yeah. Like that's literally what, what that saying means. Um, I, yeah. I liked ahead. it when uh, Lacey Evans was like, uh, you know, you pretend to sw- swing around. Swing, a, that swing that thing around. Yeah. 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 Oh man. And that's why. So I went on Twitter and I said that, Oh, you're all st- still sleeping on um, Lacey Evans because she stole that segment. And people were like, are you kidding me? She was horrible. I'm like, what are you talking about? Like, what does Lacey Evans have to do to win the approval of people? But then again, I guess she's a good heel if she's not winning the approval of people. But I was mm-hmm. like, th- she has no business being as good as she is. Yeah, seemingly out of nowhere. Um, I-, I don't know. Do you st- you you still think she's going to get the title? Look, uh, come guys, on, Zach. Guys, well, as a heads up, we're going to do a separate video uh, with our Money in the Bank predictions. We're going to do it a little chop frame style like we did last week. Let, guys, if you haven't seen that yet, um, instead of doing an episode last week, um, I talked about Raw and SmackDown in a little bit of a chop frame action YouTube style video. Brandon called me out and said, uh, Philip DeFranco <laughs> style, which, yes, I did no, watch Philip cool, DeFranco. Yeah. I did watch <laughs> Philip DeFranco about 10 years ago, so that's probably exactly where I got that editing style from. Uh, now, that being said, please go watch that video. It's actually had a lot of views. It's actually been very good on our YouTube, yeah. but we're going to do something similar for Money in the Bank and our predictions of just a quick video for you all. I'll drop that one uh, probably Friday, probably Friday. Um but yes, a uh, little spoiler. I'll I'll duplicate my answer here and say yes. I do think Lacey Evans is winning the title at Money in the Bank. Now, if you want to hear why, I think that by all means join us on YouTube on the Money in the Bank predictions video. Say that all five times fast. But uh, yes, <laughs> good job, Brandon. Yeah, I'm so sorry to our fans for clicking your video and having them stare at you for about five days. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like drooling. Like, 
scratching my nuts back. <laughs> Every time I'm like, talking, bro, it's just yeah. like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are we watching? What and you're welcome for the people on Instagram who are just watching me. Yeah, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hey, plus, you got a cool light show going on in the background. What do I? Yeah, got? guys, guys, hit me up on the YouTube chat on Instagram. Is this a good look? Is this even remotely decent? Do you want me to turn the lights on? I will go turn the lights on in the middle of our episode. All right. Um, so the secret detectives one says, I really love Bray's new look. It's sort of half Joker, half light green lizard. I've heard Slipknot. I've heard a bunch of stuff. Um, so Brandon, who do you think it looks like? Dude, you know what? Yeah, I was leaning more toward the Joker sort of thing, the Joker feel for it. But I definitely see the Slipknot influence, like you know, people said. Uh, I, it's probably a mixture of everything. You know, they probably brought in a bunch of different ideas and sort of Oh, I agree. I mean, it's Tom Savini. Tom Savini, correct me if I'm wrong, didn't Tom Savini design the stuff for Slipknot as well? He he probably did, yeah. You know what I mean? So, I mean, he, oh, oh, look at you, Mr. Tom Savini fan. You don't even (laughs) know that he designed Slipknot stuff. (laughs) You knew the rest of the back catalog. (laughs) (laughs) Is that thumbs up because he he designed Slipknot stuff or what? Uh, Tiff says, I saw the clips of it. I don't want any, uh, any main roster anymore. Garbage. What are you referring to? Is that Lacey Evans or is that or what? <laughs> Sorry, because I that might have been a while ago. Right. Uh, Slam Hub Wrestling says your last video gave me a PewDiePie vibe. And I asked you this. <laughs> you DM me the same thing. And I asked you this. Is that a good thing or a bad thing? Subscribe People like to PewDiePie. Kenny for your thoughts yeah. podcast. I know that meme has, is kind of dead now, fortunately, due to some things that happened in this world. But anyway. <laughs> PewDiePie is taking over the Internet, man, you know? So, dude, dude, the more we can look like PewDiePie, the better. Right. I was going to say, doesn't he have like, he was like the top YouTuber at one point, yeah. right? So, if I'm giving off PewDiePie vibes, I take that as a compliment. <laughs> Brandon, you're giving off the vibes of the, the virgins that would comment, uh, right. commentate, <laughs> or sorry, review, <laughs> review um, <laughs> pay per views in like 2008. Yeah. You know, I think that WWE was really bad. You guys may know him as AC from New York. Um, wow. Come on. I haven't thrown shade at him in a while. I have to. Why are we doing this? I'm sure he's hey, a nice this, guy. This is where I'll see AC New York. In hell. <laughs> what is this? What is this? Guys, Are they you gonna? Have a, you have a color preference? I'll I'll do it for you. Yeah. <laughs> but what are you saying? I wonder if they'll they'll do like a big like uh, IWC sort of uh, civil war or something and get everybody to sort of take sides. What are you talking about? And just, <laughs> you know, just like all the all the wrestling YouTubers just start going at each other, see who wins, man. Oh, uh, I, would, I would definitely win. I'm just that confident in myself and my skills. Right. Uh, Tip says, oh, my God, this tweet I just saw on Twitter. It says, hey, PCO. I, I don't even know if you know who that is, Brandon. Uh, my mom's friend thinks you're super hot and she wouldn't mind hitting that. So, Brandon, <laughs> why did you why did you message PCO? Did I, I message PCO about hitting yeah. him? Hitting it? Uh, hitting it. <laughs> sure. I mean. I'm not sure where this happened, but if that's what he needs, I'll help you out. Hold on, PCO. Yeah. Is this, this is this is a wrestler we're talking about, right? Yeah, you may know him uh, as uh, 
oh my god what was the name carl pierre carl... lafitte what was yeah. it olet olet, olet. Yeah. Lafitte is, is triple h yeah you may know him as the pirate character in the wwf <laughs> okay i'm checking him out it looks pretty intense dude he's got he's got a pretty good resurgence of his character now wait I mean, so he wants to have sex with me Yes, PCO. PCO is not human, but he wants to have sex with you. Yes, Brandon. All right. Uh, if that's how you took it, by all means. You know what? He looks a little intimidating, and uh, I don't know if I'd be able to take it. To be honest, I just want to know what went through your mind how you interpreted that as <laughs> he wants to have sex with me <laughs> or somebody's mom. Was that it? Somebody's mom wants to have sex with you. Yes. All right. Yeah, yes. that's cool too. <laughs> thank you for thank you for the the hearts and the stars and the heart emoji, the heart <laughs> face emoji. I should say I appreciate that. That's awesome. Appreciate that. All right, but anyway, Brandon. Yes, sir. <laughs> Sorry, I'm reading. I'm reading these comments, and <laughs> they're pretty funny. They're pretty much laughing laughing at you. Then it says, uh, "Secret detectives, I have a question. What do you think of Kona Reeves?" <laughs> Kona Kona Reeves is. The finest gentleman I've ever seen in my life. Oh the yeah, finest. yeah. We we were we were talking about this guy on the last show. We were talking about Conan Reeves yeah. on the last show. This Conan is Reeves has actually improved, but we haven't seen him on, on NXT TV. So hopefully, we will soon. Is he is he hurt? Is that what's going on? Or no, no, I'm hurt. I'm still doing a podcast. <laughs> cheer for me, damn it! I'm cheer for I'm cheer for both you guys. <laughs> I, I like the, I like his tat that he's got a little tribal bit on his arm here. You mean the rock wannabe tattoo? Yeah. Mm, so, let's call uh, a spade a spade. He, he's gonna make I it work. Any, no, no, look, look. Let's call a spade a spade. My edge wannabe tattoo. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's not like <laughs> like there's my Randy Orton wannabe tattoo that I got when I was 19. You know, right. this is what happens when you get tattoos off of bets, guys. You end up with wrestling <laughs> tattoos because you're such a fan. Wait, what what bet did you uh, win or lose uh, for that? <laughs> uh, the the edge one was like a guitar hero. Like, oh, it was no. like, yeah, it was like beating a song. And I was like, if I can't beat it, I'll go get a tattoo. And they're like, no, you won't. And I was like, yeah, hell yeah, I will. And you so we I just had, ended up yeah. went, went and got a edges tattoo. But that's not even the most embarrassing Guitar Hero bet that has been lost on this podcast, but I'm not going to mention what yours was. Wow. You know what? <laughs> Look, for the fans, full disclosure. I, uh... <laughs> no, don't say it because we'll get kicked <laughs> off air. I swear to God. <laughs> the less that people know about that, the better. Uh, the better. <laughs> we have someone on Instagram Live calling me a dumbass. They're uh, watching no. my, but they're watching our live stream. Dumbass. <laughs> Wait, what was it about? Do you know? Huh? Do we know? Do you know what it was concerning? The dumbass comment. The dumbass comment was concerning him living in his mom's basement. Still, oh. yeah, yeah, definitely, <laughs> definitely some projection there. Um, I've been corrected by Tiff because I haven't seen NXT yet, and I uh, the comment says He's back in regards back. to Conor Reeves. Yeah, he was on tonight. <laughs> How dare you disrespect oh, me on wow. my own podcast? Spoiler alert. I knew he was on tonight, obviously. I'm the host. I do my research. <laughs> yeah, about that. Wait. Um, <laughs> yeah, do you have time to watch NXT like right before we, we come I, on? No, 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 no. I oh, don't. Okay. I don't. I usually don't have time to watch it because I'm either working or spending right. time with my daughter or something. Like, no, I definitely am not. Uh, definitely don't have time to watch before we come on air. Yes, yeah, so we have to um, watch it after, yeah. 
I usually watch it after, which is why we don't talk about um, NXT on this podcast. But hey, come this fall when things are just going wonky in the wrestling world, who knows what podcasting recording schedule we'll be on. Because if we record on Wednesdays like we normally do, we'll have to talk about SmackDown on Friday, Raw on Monday, and then AEW uh, rumored on Tuesday. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Is it official? AEW to air on TNT later this year. This is exciting. Great segue, Brandon. I appreciate it. I threw I threw that out there, and then you reeled it back in. I like it. I like it a lot. Right. Um, so, yeah, the biggest news, in my opinion, in the wrestling world this week, and we'll get back to WWE, but I think this deserves to be talked about right off the jump. AEW, All Elite Wrestling, has a TV deal with TNT. Not just any TV deal, like TNT, broadcast television. Like TNT is available, correct me if I'm wrong, in more households than USA Network is. Oh, is that so? At least it, it was back in the day. Well, I don't know how true right, that statistic now, is yeah, now, right. but like, I mean, TNT is a huge network. Yeah, and then, of course, the elephant in the room for wrestling fans. Yes, of course. TNT was the network that aired uh, WCW back in the day. Right. So, I mean, people are harking back to the Monday Night Wars. You know, but Monday Night Wars can't ever happen again. DVR exists now, so don't don't be too excited for that because they would never go head to head. It would be a bad business decision. Um, people are not <laughs> going to flick back and forth. They're just going to watch one and then DVR the other one. It's as simple as that. You don't think people would flip back and forth if, say, this were growing up against like a like a SmackDown? Or you're insinuating the SmackDown's the B show, which I guess I have to begrudgingly agree, right. and I can begrudgingly. But then it also says, what does it say about your brand if you're going up against WWE secondary yeah. show right. as opposed to the main show? You're automatically categorizing yourself as um, secondary product. You know what I mean? So it's like head to head. I think in this day and age, in 2019, you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. Tiff says, but isn't this just a t-shirt company? <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have some AEW t-shirts, which I should have worn uh, on this podcast. Hey, um, wait, are you going to send uh, send the co-host a AEW shirt? Why would I send you an a- a- AEW shirt? Why wouldn't you just go on ProWrestlingTees.com and buy it oh, yourself? Yeah, that's right. Wait, can Speaking we buy? Which, yeah. There we go. <laughs> Look at the segues in this Crazy. podcast. Speaking of which, we're on the same page. This is weird. That must mean that I've dumbed it down. (laughs) (laughs) Right now. (laughs) But speaking of which, guys, speaking of t-shirts on Pro Wrestling Tees, ProWrestlingTees.com slash Akeni for your thoughts. Please go support the podcast. Get your Akeni for your thoughts podcast t-shirt. Right now, we only have two designs, one with the Akeni for your thoughts podcast logo on the front. And then another, which is a Becky Lynch parody shirt. I'll just say it live on air. We're not supposed to have parody shirts on ProWrestlingTees.com, guys. But it is a Becky Lynch parody shirt. It says, real big, the men that have a badass wrestling podcast. So if you are in the streets, you will get stopped by wrestling fans, I swear, because our friend Drew, who has a shirt like that, was at the Royal Rumble, and he was stopped. People are like, wait, that's not the Becky Lynch shirt. Exactly. He has to tell them what shirt it is. Instant plug for our podcast. Right. You're walking merchandise, walking advertisement for us, guys. Thank you for supporting the podcast. Yeah, and if and you it- buy a t-shirt and you DM me with you wearing <laughs> the shirt or just show me the purchase, I will give you a shout out. I'll give you a personal shout out on the podcast, on our Instagram, on our Twitter. 
and Brandon will buy you dinner. Yeah. Uh, and apparently <laughs> sleep with PCO. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll sleep with PCO. If we if we move a thousand shirts, I might consider sleeping with PCO. Good job, Brandon. Do you see what you did? <laughs> Tiff says, you can send me an AEW shirt, too, if you're giving shirts out. Now I've just been told that I'm giving out T-shirts. If I was giving out T-shirts, wouldn't I give out our shirts? Why AEW? Yeah. No. A-K-F-Y. I don't even know how to say our acronym. Go ahead, Brandon. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, they they buy a certain amount of shirts. You can do more designs. You can do more stuff and more cool stuff to get the the fans. the listeners out there or the watchers yeah. Yeah, so, help us out yeah um the only thing about the uh aew that i'm a little concerned with uh they have this uh, little blurb here uh all elite wrestling is a talent forward <laughs> fan first league whose inclusive approach to creating high quality athletic wrestling competition is already making waves with fans and attracting <laughs> top tier wrestlers um and it's like it's high high adrenaline gripping entertainment and we can't wait to bring it to the fans everywhere uh, but then it was saying, like, I guess it's it's not going to have as much storyline, sort of soapy aspect to I it. I think, okay, so so I think... The I wins think, and losses, and I'm kind of like, eh, I think I know work. what the hang-up is, because remember, WWE hires a room full of writers to write the storylines. I think what they're saying is they're going to kind of go back to the old-school values of just ha- keeping it in-house and kind of like talking amongst themselves and coming up with the storylines. Because remember back in like 92, late 80s even, um, it was just Pat Patterson and, you know, Vince McMahon sitting by a pool and writing up the storylines. You know what I mean? So so I think what they're saying is they're going to go back to that that old school style of thinking and just do something like that. Do something like that. We'll see how it works, man. What do you, what do you think about that? Wait, since we're talking about AEW, I got to hit some yeah. yellow lights there. Here we go. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What do you think about, you know, they're having like the wins and losses and sort of keeping track of that and sort of sort of trying to bring sort of a legitimacy to the sport itself? I mean, I what I appreciate about AEW the most is the fact that they and guy, you're going to crucify me for this one, but they're not going with the TNA approach. The problem with TNA is not ever that it. You know that it didn't have the talent that it didn't get on tv etc etc is that it was horribly mismanaged dixie carter you know and i i'm gonna safely say this because i think a lot of people uh you know have said it that worked for the company dixie carter just wanted to be wwe she wanted to take the big stars you know that's kind of what wcw's downfall was too you don't take the big stars and just kind of you know have them run wild no pun intended, brother. But, <laughs> you know, it's about utilizing the talent properly. The only time they utilized talent properly was when they had Hogan join the NWO. They knew that was a huge thing to do to turn Hogan heel. You know, the only guy that was ever made in WCW was Bill Goldberg. Bill Goldberg, you know, was the only, like, true homegrown WCW talent. Anyway, fast forward. I'm getting a little convoluted, but fast forward. I think AEW, the reason everybody... All, people are hating on AEW, by the way, and calling them t-shirt companies, as Tiff alluded to. <laughs> but the people who supported AEW and said, oh, this is going to be big time, the reason that they did was because AEW off the jump already seemed like an alternative, not just WWE light. TNA just seemed like WWE light. 
Here you took the biggest name in the in, the biggest names, I should say, in the indies. You took someone like a Chris Jericho, and you start building a company around them. You got Tony Khan, who, I mean, Tony Khan is a guy who, you know, when he goes out with wrestlers, they want to talk football, and all he wants to talk about is professional wrestling. I mean, so that's to tell you how dedicated he is. This is not just him throwing money at this point. This is something that he's invested into on a personal level as well. And so, you know, who knows? Do you think maybe All In he was just watching or maybe All In was a test for them? Who knows? Who knows? I don't know the inner workings. But the whole point is AEW is big time. Like This is a legitimate second company. The first thing they did after announcing a pay-per-view in Las Vegas was announce a network TV deal. TNA didn't do shit like that. TNA absolutely was like, okay, WCW closed. So we know that there's people who are lingering and wanting to watch wrestling. So maybe we'll give them something. And then they gave them pay-per-view $9.99 every week, which was undercutting WWE at the time, mind you, but it was just a dumb business model. <laughs> AEW is doing it right. I will say that. DC man, you, you WWE fans out there, don't sleep on AEW. At least watch the first show, you know. Give them a, show them a little love. See where it goes. You might like it. I'll check it out. I'll probably check it out. <laughs> I, I wonder what this comment means. It says the secret detectives want Tiff. Have you told them about the train? <laughs> what does that mean? <laughs> and then Tiff says, I'll take that too if you're giving it out. Oh, that's funny. I should be reading these comments, guys. I'm sure I'm like way behind on these. I apologize. Um, Slam Hub Wrestling. Every wrestling company has great talent, but it depends on the guys who run the company. Or the girls, for that matter. Archaic term, the guys. But um, no, absolutely agreed. That's exactly what I'm saying. It's like you can have... Like you look at the Attitude Era in, the, in 1998. Their roster was shit compared... I'm being blunt. The roster was shit compared to WCW's. WCW had the more stacked roster, but WWF was running stuff better. It's funny, though, in 2019, yeah. holy crap, in 2019, it's like WWE is the, the one making the bad decisions. Yeah. The one that's being cocky, like just resting on their laurels. You know, it's it's... I mean, I'll say it like this, right? You got the Verizons of the world, and then you got, you know, the T-Mobiles of the world coming to shake things up, you know? I'm just saying, you got to take an old business model, right? Which an old tried and true business model that worked. Don't get me wrong, but once you have no competition and you're just resting on your past laurels, that's not good. You got to have somebody come in and shake things up, and that's what I'm excited for for AEW. And at this point, I'm just repeating myself on that, but still. Yeah, and, and going back to your point about uh, mismanagement, uh, you could argue that for a lot of the time, TNA had the far superior roster to, to absolutely WWE had. No, yeah, it's not, it's time, not yeah. an argument. I I think there was a time period where it's like two thousand eight, two thousand nine. Yeah, TNA had a better roster than, than WWE, and that's that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. They had Kurt Angle, they had Booker T, they had Kevin Nash. And yet at the same time, they had all these young guys like AJ Styles and uh, it was Alpha Male Monty Brown. No, he was gone by then. Um, But the point is this. I mean, Christopher Daniels, the point is you had a roster that should have beaten WWE. They went on Spike TV. So they went to WWE's old home. So people knew to tune into this channel for wrestling already. And they still did horrible. Why is that? Mismanagement. 
the management needs to be managed better. But speaking of which, let's get into WWE's ratings since since we're on the topic of WWE doing bad. Uh, this episode, just like the snippet I did last week of the review <laughs> of Raw, I feel become just so negative in WWE. It's like the blinders are off. One of our friends uh, of the podcast, Keith, Keith Odell, he Keith. said, I like this video because Kenny turned heel. <laughs> yes, he did, man. I, I when I saw it, I was like, "Dang, he's being kind of negative right now." So, I know he called me. He called me KM from Florida. <laughs> yeah, you sound like one of those haters, bro. And then what I told him there was, "Yeah, the difference is I'm a lot more talented Damn. and a lot more cadence in my voice, and I don't have to say fuck every two seconds to get my point across." <laughs> <laughs> if you don't know who we're talking about, you're off. Um, well, yeah. How about this? Uh, I don't think they had. Well, they didn't have any competition from you know the NBA. Um, they actually outdrew the hockey game, which was weird. But I mean, I guess that that's what's going on. But, but uh, Tuesday, but Tuesday, SmackDown's ratings yeah, yeah, did Tuesday, horrible. Yeah, because horrible. Of, uh, but they had to go because games. everybody yeah. was <laughs> hoping for that Knicks tape. Yeah, and then uh, Zion's not coming to the Knicks. <laughs> I know we're not a basketball podcast, but uh, oh my god, all the reactions of everybody, <laughs> everybody when finding out that you know they were the third pick, everybody yeah. like, because they knew that they pretty much had the, right. the first two picks were going to get the two best in the draft. Well, obviously, but like after the first two picks, there was nobody, <laughs> especially <laughs> after Zion. It's like really, who are you gonna? Right. I mean, this guy might be the Mike, next Michael Jordan of the NBA. You know. <laughs> I mean that's what he's there being he built up to be, but anyway. Right. Sorry for for you for you guys who are listening for wrestling. I apologize. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that's too funny. So WWE's ratings. I mean, it's it's record lows, which is making me sad. I mean, look, I'll, I'll be I'll be blunt. I'll be blunt. I try to maintain a positive image on this podcast for the simple reason that you're a fan. I'm a fan. Not only that, I mean, I want to work for WWE one day. I want to work for a wrestling company. And, like, I'm not going to work for a company by saying, this is fucking stupid. Everything is stupid. Fucking, fucking, fucking. You know what I mean? And I'm not saying that, like, I should be kissing their ass. But, like, you know, I try to find the positive in things. And here, I'm just, I, this past month, post-WrestleMania, I've just kind of given up. And I don't like that they kind of just go into this lull. It happened after Survivor Series 2, you know, up until the Rumble was like coasting. It's like, so what are we coasting until the end? It's, it's happened last year too. We're coasting until Money in the Bank. Like, what's going on? Yeah. And, yeah. and go ahead. Well, yeah, I'm thinking, I'm thinking Money on Bank will come. It'll deliver a decent pay per view. And I think people will get back on the, on the wagon for a little bit. And then they'll so take another break until, uh, <laughs> SummerSlam. SummerSlam. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, if you're watching us on Instagram Live, please join us on youtube.com slash a Kenny for your thoughts so you can see us discussing live. Once again, youtube.com slash a Kenny for your thoughts. That way you can see not only me, but my co host as well. Um, and so it says, haha, right. it says, I'm shocked that Raw had a bigger turnout than SmackDown Live this week. I'm not. It's kind of what Brandon said. Like, I, I kind of took right. the blinders off, even though I try to be positive and say SmackDown's not the B show. That is the perception of everybody. Why go to SmackDown when I can go to Raw? But now with the WWE wild card, oh my God, let me hold on. <laughs> You're not a fan of the wild card shakeup? This is Ladies genius. and gentlemen, this is the portion of the podcast where I completely shit on WWE. 
no. avert your eyes and cover your ears if you don't want to listen to this. The WWE wildcard is the biggest piece of crap I've ever heard because it's it was literally damage control. It was literally damage control for horrible ratings. They were like, hey, the ratings are bad, so we got to get the ratings up. So let's get Roman on both shows. And I have the problem is I don't have a problem with Roman. I'm not one of those that just hates on Roman Reigns to hate on Roman Reigns. But when you have Roman Reigns opening both shows for 20 minutes, what the fuck is the point of watching both shows? I'm talking about from a casual perspective. If you're going to see the same crap, why watch it? The wild card rule to me in the long run is more damaging than they think. It was it was damage control, like I said, but. It's like you're cutting out your legs from under you by putting these guys. You're, you're, you're trying to say that you're ha- you have two separate shows. You do a whole month of a superstar shakeup and say these guys are going to be on this show. These guys are going to and I, I'm using an archaic term. These guys and girls are going to be on the, this show. These guys and girls are going to be on this show. And then the same guys and girls are jumping back and forth. Right. What? So this whole – you've just completely – crapped on a entire month of WWE TV at the same time that AEW is announcing their their uh, network and TNT. Right. What's the perception to wrestling fans here? If WWE doesn't step it up, I can watch something else. Yeah. Brandon, what's they, the wild they, card rule? What's it mean? You're a casual. <laughs> casual. More so than me. I what's it mean? I guess it means if they need to bring over a bigger star to sort of have a segment they can sort of ding 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 that's exactly what it sounds like it doesn't even make sense in the kayfabe sense in the kayfabe sense what does it mean oh any four people can just come on either show or as i would say roman and three other people can go on any show right i mean i guess it could be cool and that you can like continue on the storyline somehow right you know but i don't know if that sort of drags the storyline on too much if you have sort of the same thing going on on both shows back to back i gotta interrupt for a second yeah slam home wrestling says hey kenny i wanted to ask do you accept fan mail because i want to send some (laughs) south indian special coffee to brandon yes but only if you piss in it go ahead (laughs) continue (laughs) somebody's gonna send me some coffee around here wait wait slam hub wait wait slam hub wrestling dude i love you by the way I love you because you always make good points, and I always appreciate that. Slam Hope Russell made a very good point. The wild card could become very interesting if it involves the money in the bank holders. There you go. Very true. Maybe if it, Absolutely. he's a genius. Maybe he's thinking ahead. He's a genius. He's a genius. <laughs> he was forward thinking. He was like, hey, I'm going to mix up these uh, briefcases. You guys aren't going to know what's going to happen. But, you know, absolutely. I, I 100% agree with that because it becomes more interesting. And I'm just going to throw out a, a random name, okay? Ricochet. Ricochet wins the Raw, you know, the, the money in the bank for Raw. But then he shows up on SmackDown and he just sits there and looks at Kofi's match. <laughs> that is interesting. You know, that is a very interesting thing because you're like, this guy could, could be a wild card and just cash in on any show. Now I'm interested. But the way the wild card came into play, I don't like. I don't like that it was said like, okay, this wildcard rule. It's like, what's the point of the brand split? And I see the comments saying that as well on YouTube right now. It's like, what's the point of the brand split? The brand split's just over. And then that's my opinion too, which is like, what's the point of the brand split if you're going to have competition in AEW as well? 
So it's like you're just right. it feels like you're gonna have a, a split three rosters in that sense, right? Should should they just start unifying certain divisions like the tag team divisions, maybe the women's division? Just, just I I have always been a fan of that. I have always been Since, a fan of that, and yeah. and that's where I go back to. While it's not that I have a problem with people crossing over on the brands, it's a problem that I ha I have a problem with this wild card rule because when the brand split was invented in two thousand and two, creating competition from within because they had no competition, what they did was they had one WWE champion. One WWE champion that went to both shows. So it was a privilege that the WWE champion could show up on both shows. Imagine right now, Kofi Kingston. Kofi Kingston won the WWE title. Imagine he shows up. I mean, I mean he has been actually. <laughs> but like, imagine if he shows up on Raw and he says, Seth Rollins, you know, assuming he's not champion. Seth Rollins, I'm coming after you. You want to challenge for my title. You're first in line because you beat Brock Lesnar at WrestleMania. And I want I want to prove myself against you. That's an interesting storyline. So you got Kofi. Now you have a reason for someone to be quote unquote oversaturated, if you will, on both shows because Kofi's earned that right because he's the WWE champion. Why not have your main title holder as the guy that jumps to both too? Because you want to keep his name in people's mouths. You know what I mean? Yeah. Same thing with the women's division. Back in the day, you had Trish Stratus jump on both shows. You had Jazz jump on both shows. And they would challenge people. So it meant something. It kind of harkened back to the territory days where it meant something because that means that there was one pay-per-view where Raw wouldn't have a title match, a main title match, I should say. And one pay-per-view where SmackDown wouldn't have a main title match. In this era, we have the co-branded pay-per-views. It doesn't, it doesn't matter as much. But like that would be cool, man, if Kofi would, went to Raw and then this month we didn't see a SmackDown title match, etc., etc. Or wouldn't it be more interesting if Kofi had a conflict on Raw, went to SmackDown, had a conflict on SmackDown, one built to a title match, and one was a title match that we'd see in two months? It would give more time for that storyline to breathe. So without being too convoluted here, yes, absolutely. I think it would make more sense to combine the divisions in that sense because now you have a quote-unquote wild card without having to do a wild card. It all comes together. And, and guess what? Your title matches, your title holders should be the guys that and girls honestly, right. no, that are your main people anyway. Right. You know, people tune in to see Kofi Kingston. You know, people tune in to see Becky Lynch. So those yeah, are the should, people should that they should they have Becky remain Becky two belts, and then that way she's just like the, the one. Yeah, she combines the titles, and she's like the one that everybody if we're talking, goes after. If we're going that direction, hundred percent. Because but Lacey, when is when Ronda coming back? Uh, uh, right, right. <laughs> Do we have any word on when Ronda is going to be back? Is she going to be back for the Fox thing, or or is this? Wait, wait. Breaking news, guys. Yeah. Tiff from All All Elite Podcast has challenged Seth Rollins to a pillow fight in in her bed. <laughs> so we have Tiff That's versus it. Seth Rollins in a pillow fight on yeah. her bed, and then we have Brandon and PCO <laughs> on his bed. <laughs> it's a lot of love on this podcast right and then uh let's see what this says a few years ago this is secret detectives a few years ago raw was only for the big stars and the women and smackdown was like less women more tag team action mid-card people i would love that they do that they kind of do that right now <laughs> i hate to say that but they kind of do that right now tip says oh god keep ronda away with the most <laughs> i've ever seen <laughs> 
You guys want to see Ronda on Fox? Fucking ass off. And then she says, "That ass though." Dashing RKO has joined us on Instagram. I want to give a shout out to him because his videos are amazing, guys. If you haven't checked out his custom Titan Trons on YouTube, please search them up. I used to do custom Titan Trons myself, but he's ahead of me now. He's ahead of me. So high praise because yeah. uh, he made some fire custom Trons. I appreciate it. Yeah. <laughs> Slam Up Wrestling says, if they merge both shows and end brand split, there will be a lot of guys and girls in catering. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of guys in Titus Worldwide. Right. And yeah. next to Red Axe, next to uh, Jinder Mahal. Yeah. like this, and Brandon was, was laughing. When's the next India tour, man? It's time for Ginger to get a push. Slam Hub Wrestling, you're you're based out of India. When's the next India tour? Do you know? Have they announced anything yet? Yeah. Because I, I want to see Mahal with the title rolling into and the India pay per view. And do you want to have a pillow fight with anybody? Because <laughs> yeah, to be a guest in our podcast, you have to have a pillow fight in bed with somebody. Apparently. <laughs> Slam Hub Wrestling has gone to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's going on, but shall we move on? Brandon, yeah. if you had to name Asuka and Kyrie Sane, what's the name that you would come up with? Oh, damn. Um, the Geisha Queens? You know, that's a better name than what they actually came up with on Tuesday night on SmackDown. The Kabuki Warriors. <laughs> Wait, what was better? <laughs> the Viking experience of the Kabuki Warriors. Uh here's oh here's the thing. Like all jokes aside, the Kabuki Warriors, I think the reason that we were all like, oh my god, really, is because Kabuki, as you know it, Brandon, you're into Asian culture, even though I'm half Asian, which is the weird part about this. Like but Kabuki, Kabuki what's Kabuki? Theater? Is that what you're saying? Kabuki theater. Right, Kabuki Theater, right? Oh my god. Are you are you googling this? Because I could do that. No, I I uh, yeah, I needed to I needed to look this up, man. So Kabuki uh, theory, like, I think that's why Japanese people dance. Okay, right. It's like an interpretive dance. All right. So a lot of people were like, "Well, why the hell would you name that?" That's like naming them the Japanese experience. You know, like yeah. it's just really weird. <laughs> right. Maybe that's what that's just thinking. <laughs> oh my god, I'm gonna butcher this. I just realized I'm gonna butcher this, but. Asuka tweeted out basically a correction and an F you to everybody because apparently what it means is it's referencing Kabuki Mono, which is uh. Sengoku or Ido period eccentric who attracted public attention with their eye-catching clothes, peculiar hairstyle, and weird behavior. Oh, and then yeah. all of a sudden I became a fan of it because I'm like, you know what? Kabuki Warriors sounds good. Apparently they had pitched Kabuki Girls, but it got shot down. Which I I don't know what why that is. Uh, I thought Kabuki Girls like it was kind of a shout out to um, uh the oh my god the Glamour Girls I don't know but right. I don't know I'm okay with it though now all of a sudden I'm totally now, okay yeah. with it. now that there's an explanation in place yeah so fantastic yeah so so we're cool with with Kabuki Warriors are we cool with Viking Warriors is that okay 
Well, they're not, not the Viking Warriors. It's funny you say that, though. They they sent out something, WWE. Like, how do you feel about the name Viking Warriors? Yeah. But they are the Viking Raiders. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I, right. I thought they should just call them the Warbeards. But again, I guess they didn't want war in the name is the problem. Uh, yeah. Because Warbeard, Hanson, and, and shit sounded cool. In my opinion. <laughs> the Kabuki Mono. All right. Yeah, this is, this is pretty cool, man. I'm looking. At, I'm looking at this right now. Okay, now Tiff says now that I basically need to send her a switchblade shirt. Jesus, well, how many shirts am I sending to people? Guys, purchase a shirt from a Kenny for your thoughts podcast. <laughs> ProWrestlingTees.com/slash a Kenny for your thoughts podcast. Slam Home Wrestling says, "Hey Kenny, where can I get those welding shield glasses? You can get them at GogglesForYou.com, and they will protect your <laughs> eyes. Let me show you guys. Look, check this out. Check this out. Watch, watch." Oh, look, I'm protected. Like, nothing happened to me. Watch this. Watch this. Oh, oh, hey, nothing happened. If you're not, if you're listening to the audio version, you're, you're missing me throwing things at myself. Yeah. <laughs> we have a question on Instagram. What is this? What day of the week does AEW come on? Uh, the question is, or the answer to that is, I think it's Tuesday. I've heard rumors that they're going to take over basically SmackDown's time slot because SmackDown has been confirmed to go to Fridays. Mm. That was announced, uh, I think yesterday as well. Um, so yes, SmackDown is going to Friday nights. Personally, I'm kind of pissed off at that. I'm not going to lie. Like Friday <laughs> oh nights. Not, I think the, cause the general consensus is people go out on Friday nights, man. Uh, That's right. the end of the work week. Like it's, I would rather come home and watch WWE on a Tuesday or Wednesday or a Thursday than to have right. to watch WWE on a Friday. More than likely, I'm going to DVR it and watch it Saturday or Sunday. You know what I mean? Right. And I'm a dedicated wrestling fan. Just Do saying. you think it's a good idea maybe, though, to like just spread the shows out so you don't have like three shows back to back, you know, with Raw Monday, then SmackDown Tuesday, and then NXT on Wednesday? And then this way, you at least spread it out a little bit. Which is why I would rather be on Thursday. Oh, Thursday, okay. You know, guys on Instagram, please rejoin us. We're about to end the podcast on there. We've reached our hour time limit, but don't worry, we'll start wrapping it up here anyway. So rejoin us, guys, so you can see our happy ending. I mean, <laughs> this should have been called happy ending. Jesus, Brandon. Why not? Why? You know, I put a post out there, like, come up with a better name than here. Let me, let me, let me have these guys rejoin us. Before I say this, I'm having trouble on the Androids. I don't know how to use it, guys. Um, here we go. So as I was saying, I basically asked for people like to come up with a worse name than <laughs> the Kabuki Warriors. I really regret saying that because... <laughs> For some reason, my innocent mind did not realize that people were going to be really racist on it, and I was like, "Oh, oh man, like this is this is some oh, brutal, man. brutal stuff." So Do you I was going somewhere. Or I can, it's uh, on the comments. My the my co original plan was that I was going to repost most yeah. of them, but that didn't happen. Screenshot it or something. That didn't happen at all. <laughs> oh man, I got to see this stuff now. But anyway, Brandon, I think we should start wrapping it up. Anything anything else you want to talk about? I think we talked about the big ones in professional wrestling. Any guys, do you want any other opinions before we go off air? Anything? Tuesday night dynamite, Tiff says. Thank you. Okay, yeah. 
I would appreciate that name. And then she says, I want beer and burgers now. What time are we going to answer these? I'm getting a party bus and we're going to answer. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> oh my God. Why, why is the name escaping me right now? Uh oh. Ah, there we go. Shout out to Menu Crawl. Oh, yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Speaking that, of party was, bus. that was a, a, a bang and bust. Yeah. Dude, that was lit. That was super lit. All right, guys. But because oh, Brandon, shout out to uh, Mojo Raleigh. Shout out to Mojo Raleigh. Apparently, Vince McMahon has completely <laughs> lost faith in him. What uh, happened, man? Are you, can they at least go back to the to the mirror segments? Is yelling at in the mirror? No, that Boston accent wasn't doing it for <laughs> for uh, Vince McMahon. Apparently, <laughs> shout out to Andrade, who's been working. Apparently, Vince he went to Vince McMahon, asked for a push, and Vince said, "You need to learn English better." <laughs> which he took, which he took to heart. No, yeah. no I get, I commend him because he took apparently took it to heart and he started taking English classes. Nice. So that shows, you know, so you you can say what you want about the comment that Vince said, but I mean, there's a guy that is putting in the work. He's Vince said, "Hey, over, you, yeah. you need to learn English better." Then he's going to go learn English better. That's great. That's absolutely phenomenal. Speaking of phenomenal, <laughs> <laughs> why are we not talking about AJ Styles versus? Seth Rollins. I mean, Seth, you can't beat me. <laughs> All right. It wouldn't be a podcast without the AJ Styles impression. I mean, right. I, mean I try. I try to win. Sorry. I mean, could this be match of the year candidate worthy? Can it be? Find out on our Money in the Bank prediction video. Ooh. That being said, thank you for joining us on episode 32 of the Kenny for Your Thoughts podcast. This episode will drop on Friday, guys. I will drop it there for you. Um, maybe maybe I'll drop a little early on Thursday and then drop the Money in the Bank predictions video on Friday for you. Yes. Tiff says, because Seth is too busy in my bed. <laughs> <laughs> Seth and PCO. Yeah. Uh, Slamhub Wrestling says, why didn't Shinsuke take English classes? Well, he says, why didn't Shinsuke took English classes? Maybe you should be taking them yourself. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I love you, brother. It's the only reason I said that. Double or nothing predictions. I will absolutely do double or nothing predictions. Uh, hopefully, Brandon will join me. I haven't discussed that with him. Um, but yes, we absolutely will do double or nothing predictions next week. I, I mean, I think the main event is probably going to be one of the best matches ever. Hell yeah. All right. That's my a prediction. AJ endorses it. <laughs> it's going to be good. Says, haha, he does the best AJ Styles impression. <laughs> yes. <laughs> the funny part is it's not on point this week, but some some weeks, yes, that I do have a good. Whenever I'm doing the Claire Lynch segment, yes, I do a good AJ Styles impression. <laughs> So get, get me to talk about the Claire Lynch segment and you'll see oh, the most man. phenomenal AJ Styles impression. But that being said, guys, we want to remind you one more time because we are shills for ourselves. Pro wrestling tees.com slash a Kenny for your thoughts. If you want, I'll even sign it for you. Send it my way. I'll sign yes. it for you. We'll sign it. We'll get it back to you. Tiff will be in bed with Seth Rollins wearing that shirt. <laughs> And Brandon will be taking it off a of PCO. Yes. Oh, the ongoing joke of this episode. But thanks for joining us. Please, please, <laughs> I can't, still stuck at that joke. Please subscribe to us on YouTube. Give this video a like, a thumbs up. It helps us 
go up so that when you're searching for Seth Rollins PCO in bed, it <laughs> pop right up. So to speak. Uh. <laughs> but that being said, listen to us on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Play Music. What else are we on? Stitcher, SoundCloud, uh, Spotify, wherever mm. you get these things at this point. And be sure to leave us a five-star review. And go ahead and... Brandon, take your shirt off. Go ahead. For the fans. For the fans. We're doing it for the fans, everybody. All right, guys. Have a good night. Uh- Can he fold your thoughts?